Yeah. Okay. There's what? a term for this that I don't know, you know that saying, you though. probably know. What? Where uh, Gary V was in the front door of this early on, where you sell an item online, but you never touch the item. You basically oh, are drop shipping. Drop shipping. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And but I, but the thrill of like garage sailing, like Gary, like. And you know, like, well, because you get the a, treasure hunt in that. Well, dude, like finding a mug for a quarter and selling it for five dollars, like that is thrilling. And, and not everybody right. gets that, right? But you're making freaking um, twenty times your money. Like that, it's the margin. Like these these uh, stuffed animals, etc. Um, anyways, guys, we're well, talking. The well, high of that is the treasure hunt. It is, and then the I knowledge you gain. So after doing that for a year or two or three, yeah, you start to learn because you know, like. Facebook Marketplace is my sports sheet. Like yeah. that's that's my hobby. Yeah, and it's less because I want to collect more shit. If anything, I'm collecting way less. Yeah, but I love to see what's out there and what's for sale. Oh, it's I fun. need a boat motor. Oh, that's cheap. That's a good deal. Whatever. I know I can make a few bucks on that. I agree. I usually pass on it now because I don't have the time. Yeah, but so you get that high out of the treasure hunt. Yeah. Then you get the high out of like selling it and yeah, whatever xing your money. But like well, this last part I was telling you about. You learn a vast amount of knowledge about what things are worth. Yeah. Like Gary V, like he can go in there and be like, I know that these German beer steins are yeah. from 1800s. They're selling for yeah. a quarter, but I know there's something. Or, no, no, no one else does. Nobody know. knows. You just go in and can be like, bingo, right, right there. All the way to something crazy. Like, oh, yeah. I know that these Happy Meal toys were limited edition. Yeah. You start to well, gain you know that knowledge, and that's fun. You know the macro thing. We're ta- guys. We're talking. This is Alpha Uncut. We're talking about flipping stuff right now um, for money. Like the reality is, like we are in an age where anybody can literally have like a ten dollar bill and turn it into thousands of dollars. With you buy it at the garage sale or Walmart, and then you sell it at eBay or um, Facebook Marketplace or barter. Uh, let barter go. Up. I mean, they got. I mean, there's there's a million places. Um, but no, you know what's coming back in general? Nostalgia. So what's happening is people in their forties. Dude, 80s shit is coming back like big time. It like in in like weird way. Like look, I mean and I just look you at even the macro see it in the television shows. Fuller House. Here's the deal. Do I love Fuller House? No, but me and my wife watched it because at the end of the day, Full House reminds me of being a kid. It's nostalgic. So I watched it feels good. You know, I think um did Fresh Prince have a reunion show? I mean, that was I love I that show. I don't think so. Like if Saved by the Bell, I hate to say it, if Saved by the Bell had I a reunion show, I'm watching Zach Morris and Jesse Spano and freaking Kelly Kapowski, et cetera, get a et cetera. Screech, not so good, but not so much <laughs> with Screech. <laughs> he might be in jail. But it's I heard, not just no, the, I heard, uh, did he pass away? Yeah, he's dead. Like last yeah, year. Dude. Screech passed away, Dino. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know. That's that's. And for these 20-somethings listening Dino to the show, so they don't heartless. even know. Hey, these 20... I didn't know. I, <laughs> I feel terrible. Well, you know he's from here. He's from like Port Washington or something. I thought it was like River right? Kenosha, yeah. Port Washington, something like that. Yeah, no, I it was think up he's north. It was up north. I, I thought it was like Port Washington or Plymouth or something like Dustin that. Dustin Diamond. Dustin, Dustin Diamond. Diamond. Yeah, that's he right. did. I mean, Zach Morris with the freaking uh, phone. Remember, but the, it's the, not I, just the Zach nostalgia of Remember, no talking over, Joe. No talking over. Go. It's not just the... I'm working on it. This guy is talking over. Well, Nick says no talking over, but then he just doesn't stop talking. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. But that's the benefit of being the host. Go. Maybe. I know. I know many people like that i got a couple stories about yeah, it's not even dino stop it's not just the nostalgia of rewatching or bringing back stuff like you talked about like if they brought back ninja turtles or whatever yeah it's the style of which they're bringing stuff back so like or like the setting yeah so now we're seeing a lot of movies and tv shows uh stranger things for example you, you took the word out of my mouth you're stranger literally things is- creating that nostalgic yeah. setting that you're now reliving yeah go watch et 
with yeah, your kids. I know. You will get all sorts of feels. I did that last week Without with my a doubt. kids. Without a doubt. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Not just about remembering the movie, but like, oh my God, I remember that Doritos bag. And I remember those commercials. The Pepsi cans, the whole thing. Those yeah. Dodge Caravans with the wood sides. Totally. The, the whole thing. And that's why Nostalgia. I feel, that's, that's what, what you were talking about. I, that's why I feel like Stranger Things is such a cult phenomenon because it caters to this generation with the young sure. kids screwing around, but then their parents watch it with them. That's why I like, you know, Stranger Things was like, <laughs> They just threw out a pilot on Netflix to see if it would catch. Oh, I know. And then it, I mean, it's the, I mean, yes, Netflix has a few killer shows, but I would say like Stranger Things is one of the like flagship shows of Netflix. Tell me I'm wrong. Without question. Like flagship I mean, their show. merch is out of control. I, merch, do they have conferences? Like yeah. Stranger, Dino, tell me and I'm wrong. it's an incredible show. You're not wrong. I, you know, and my kids, it, I don't even like fantasy. That, that, that ain't my thing. But like, it, because they recreated the 80s in the most, almost yes. too, to a level that I didn't even think even was the possible. Characters like the nerdy kid. Et How did they do it? I don't know. I mean, the clothes, the hair, the bot, like you said, the cans of uh, Pepsi, the Dorito bag over there. Like, and I would even argue nothing. that they, that show was single-handedly a catalyst to a lot of other content that's coming out. I'm sure it and was. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but a lot more movies. Yeah. And shows are coming out with this 80, this deep 80s theme. Dude, my wife went to a sold out. New Kids on the Block is selling out arenas. Oh, yeah. Not because they have a good voice. I, I, Donnie Wahlberg, she played a video. She's like, yeah, Donnie Wahlberg, like, <laughs> sounded like shit. Like, yeah. he's not a singer. He doesn't have to be, though. These guys can show up on stage and sell out arenas because it's them from the 80s. Or I think it was like. Makes us feel good. It, it, nostalgia is a real play. And for those looking at like business opportunities, I'm like, just the macro thing is if you have some kind of nostalgia that you can bring back, you will win. You will win for sure. And I think maybe there's that, that those come and go in cycles. And maybe now because we're, you know, our age group is in their mid forties. Most of us are established and have some money. Yeah. You know, we want the, cool so now they're, yeah. it's being catered to us because we're starting to have those nostalgic feelings. Yeah. Fine. I don't care. And, and that's that, I'm enjoying the ride. That, so. Right. And that kind of stuff flips well, meaning you find some like 80s toy like Teddy Ruxpin like that shit's worth real money or uh, <laughs> like straight up. You don't have, remember that thing? I gotta be honest, if you pulled out a Teddy Ruxpin right now, I'd be like, uh, pause the show. I want to look at it. Real Seriously. Quick. All that yeah. kind of stuff. 80s toys and memorabilia is is worth a lot. Like little uh, I used to I used to play with Thundercats. Remember those Thundercats? Of course. You know, you remember Thundercats? Thunder, Thunder. Huh. Thundercats were the Holy Grail for a minute. I remember for like, a minute. They really were. It was He-Man back back in my day. It was oh, He-Man. Oh, me too. Me He-Man. Too. Remember that movie, when Masters that, of the Universe? Oh, of course. Remember where Skeletor came down and all that? Dude, that was I the movie. I just saw Masters of the Universe toys on, on the Target website. The question is, where does the nostalgia start for a kid? Because I'm a little older than both of you, and I, mine's probably a little more in the 70s. I mean, yeah, E.T. too. But well, what represents that, that, late 70s to you? Well, what, where Star do I Late Wars. 70s, early 80s. Star I, Wars. I feel the nostalgia when I see some of those 70s scenes in some of the movies. Okay. You yeah. know, like the cars from the 70s and things going on in yes. the 70s. Flared, flared jeans. Star Wars isn't a big one for you? Yeah. Star- oh, oh, that absolutely. must have been Star- huge oh, for you because it was Star huge Wars. for us. Yeah. You were born in 74. 74. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were three when the original Star Wars came but out. But a lot, of, what I'm saying is, where is the age when you start pit, really pitting that stuff? I think it's actually like from five, four to seven. I think you're right. Also, an interesting question that that brings up is, is that cycle going to be the same for these next generations? Because my argument would be that our generation. Does it continue to roll forward? Well, it's right. You, everyone would, would, the the logical thing to say is, well, this is a cycle and it will continue to roll forward, of course. But there is a major, vast change in that every, our generation is kind of the last generation of practical things. We actually played games outside. We actually had to entertain ourselves. We rode bikes. We've we talked about it. We built forts in the 
the eighties were the last in front right. of a screen. The Joy. childhood of the eighties was the last of like a full blown era. But even Not more, the eighties, even more than that. When you're saying that came to my brain, things move way faster now. There was All a right. time. Now, now it changes by the week. Like what's what's up? What's well, new? Not what's only different? Is, Stranger Things is going to be out of here. It sure. will be out of here. It's well, there's here one for, more season, but no, there what is. is going to be things, things change faster now. Yeah, you know, like a, mo- a movie was in the we theater for, for, and if it happened a year ago, it feels so distant. Like, oh my god, that's like right. everything is like you. It, you're right; it moves so fast. Capitalism we forget. on crack. Like literally, <laughs> we forget. Like just even when I look at like the lockdowns and all this shit. Like, remember they were arresting like 80 year old barbers who were just trying to give people a haircut. They were arresting priests, but keeping strip strip clubs open. And I know I always bring it back to this kind of shit, but our memories are yeah, so old. Like just two years ago, we it's just two years ago that they were like literally tackling like ministers because they were trying to have church services yeah like oh that's God. how people for you know the left forgot because they just follow whatever the freaking msnbc right. tells them but even conservatives things have happened so much it's the biden laptop it's the, the there's so many of these events and uh like uh the, you know i you know the thing with iran and but the, the oil thing there's so much going on before but, you get into that i have a really good parallel to that that happened yesterday but the 80s are the holy grail it's the last i believe it's the last generation of the kids riding their bikes up the road yep. and mom and dad not it's the last generation of mom and dad free li- come home when the lights are on literally not knowing where your child is you're six and i'm talking like six and seven year olds not like 15 they like I was six and seven, and my parents knew nothing until 5 p.m. when my dad would whistle throughout the neighborhood. Like, how is that? Like, he would whistle or scream, Joe. But I mean, it's like you just (laughs) eight hours straight. Your six year old's just missing for eight hours. You had like three minutes to get home before you were. Yeah. Afraid for my dad life. did the whistle where you put the fingers in the yeah. mouth, the loud thing, so it could you could hear it from like a quarter mile away. Well, I mean, you, some of that is relative though. Like uh, my kid Emmett, like sometimes he's gone and no, he's not. Not like no, the eighties. Not like the eighties. I'll give you that, but he is. He'll be gone. It's dark, and we're like, oh, sh- where's Emmett? You know, like he's runs around the neighborhood. Does he, he really? He okay. Does. Well, that's he that, still does. In a way, I got to applaud. Ours that. do too, right. but because Meg and I Mine are trying don't. to remanufacture right. what we're talking about, right? You were bringing up about uh, people being irrationally afraid. Yeah. What did you just say about that? Irra- irrationally afraid? Well, oh, you about brought, the kids doing it now? Well, you're, you, you were starting to talk about, about COVID or uh, believing whatever you read about. Oh, oh, well, the bottom line, I was just saying our memories. I mean, they've exterminated our memories to where two years ago we already forgot what they did to tyrannize right. us. So <laughs> this is really funny. Yesterday, my sister and I were went out to lunch. It was pre-planned and went to this Indian place. It was delicious. You guys might, this might happen to you yesterday, but everybody's phone went off like an Amber Alert. The whole restaurant. Oh, the tornado. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's phone, which is kind of crazy technology. And I would yeah. argue you can turn those off, by the way, in settings. That's okay. It's kind of yeah. cool, right? Okay. You know, yeah. fine. Amber yeah. alert. Few things. So far, they're doing it well. It's not going off 11 times a day. Right. Once every three they're weeks. Not, they're I get not one annoying of those us yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And I looked around. This was a buffet restaurant. I looked around. Everybody looked at their phone like this. Go to me. They're like. And then they just continue to put like a curry lamb on their plate. Like yeah. zero F's given at all immunity this said tornado warning yeah. not watch there is a tornado it's coming through your area everybody was like meh i was in an move down with their life <laughs> yeah and i looked at my sister i go tornado rolling down the street no big deal go out with your life disease that kills one out of a hundred million people yeah shut it down yeah, yeah. put on a mask stay home i'm How- like it's unbelievable Power of propaganda yes it's just goes was back it just to me or was that the first time i heard the sirens i feel like in years i heard the sirens and i was like i, I don't didn't hear them i, I don't, don't remember the last I time them. i heard those sirens go off well saturday every year? does it happen it, every year it feels like when we were kids it happened all the time well, wednesdays yeah. and saturdays uh, at noon right 
Wednesday. Well, I knew that was a real. We know real about that. Word. The guy I was with was like, "I'm listening to the sirens. I think I should be a little more concerned." I'm never concerned. <laughs> about I just that. feel like the odds of a tornado hitting you personally. <laughs> I've been I've been in one though, and it's uh, it's bad. It's in sucks. one. Yeah, we were up north, you know, from the trailer to the lake. We saw it get sucked up well, into said, the lake. You said trailer immediately. Tornadoes are those are like tornado magnets. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's something in tornadoes. Trailers. Love. Trailers. I just thought the contrast was so funny. This is like a tornado real trailer. natural disaster that's right outside the windows. Yeah. Nobody could be bothered to even go away from their buffet. Yeah, yeah. Yet, oh. COVID, yeah. this disease that kills almost nobody, a really bad cold slash flu, and everybody is willing to shut down their life. Yeah unbelievable well, we don't want to get yanked i mean a lot of people did die from covid but. of course <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, oh right. speaking of yanked let's get on to yeah. something here so for those of you who watch the <laughs> I'm show not saying it's not real hold I'm, on hold you're on saying percentage wise here's yes. the deal senator ron johnson was on this show uh a few months ago as many of you saw senator ron johnson that's a big senate race in the state he was here in our studio and the video was up on youtube one of our one of the best performing videos, YouTubes, yeah. okay uh, you, yeah, best performing YouTube video. And a couple days ago, they took it down. A quality conversation with a United States senator. And I and it's so obvious, the timing. It's four weeks before the race. And, like, the left wants to keep the Senate. So their, their ties with big tech. I mean, who knows? Me just saying this might get us banned. Like, what world are we living in? I texted the senator. I go, you know this happened, right? He's like, yep, not a level playing field. I said, but the idea of accepting. that He wasn't even shocked. No, but the fact that he's not. not shocked. He was probably shocked it took that long. I texted Sheriff Clark. I go, hey, look at this. He goes, we are currently in a totalitarian state. Ugh. The fact that that's even like a thing that we like that should knock everybody on the floor. Well, straight like, we should all faint from right. that happening. I'm not even joking. I we know. should all collapse we in should, disbelief. We should be aghast. Total disbelief. But yep. we're like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, no, become no. normal. So they're scrubbing the Internet right now for videos that make Ron Johnson look important. And for those who don't realize this, like. Ron Johnson isn't just like a small little like Senate race in Wisconsin. His seat is major for the entire U.S. Congress to keep control of the Senate that they want his opponent. And to, he's to also be been doing. a prominent figure for a long time. His race is like very important on a national scale. And the, and it's just four weeks before the election. They just terminate that video. And, and by, the way, by the way, their reason was for medical misinformation. And, see, that's and I remember the thing. The, I remember the video where he was talking about, I think, some of the drugs. By the way, did, so they, they talked about ivermectin all that time. And now ivermectin is listed on like a, a useful. How are we not holding the media accountable? <laughs> the defamation of character of, uh, you know, I'm telling you. I, I can't I believe I'm in think, America. I didn't even I think can't believe that, I'm in that, America. That podcast was very inflammatory. Or it, it was a, it was a it very wasn't. mellow but conversation. Was you were here. A yeah, mellow did, conversation over a, a, a wide gamut of topics. Yeah. What, what do you think was the biggest trigger for that? Oh, that's exactly what you said. Something about the something drugs about for COVID. COVID. But my question and is. And the vaccine injuries or something. Did they pull. Just me saying that probably might get this video banned. I don't know. But I'll tell you right now. No, Someone's got a fight. This they, is enough. I'm just enough. curious because I didn't see. They left clips. They didn't pull the clips. They, took they the didn't pigs. pull the clips. Okay. And they um and it's still up on audio. So people who want to hear it can listen to on the audio platforms. They're less. Um, and it was yourself. a super brief part of our show. That oh, my day. God. Super brief. I, just, I doubt whoever whoever censored that even watched. AI censored that. Yeah, AI, censored AI that. saw Senator Ron Johnson right. and it hit the chopping block. That's of course no, it, it saw well, well, yeah, it hit the chopping block. Exactly. And then they got, That's they it. found their reason on the next stage. Yeah. I'll never forget the first comment. I, Cause I laughed at it. The first comment on that video, when we first posted it, a guy said, I must really be 
labeled as a white uh, right wing extremist with YouTube's algorithm because this is showing up in my feed. I died. Oh, I tech, I replied. I replied I with that. with the laughing face because I was like, "That's freaking funny." It was like his number one hit on recommended viewing. That right, day. right. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I must be on lists. Oh my god! Yeah, you are. what a country though to have a, a just a, just a regular schmuck like me talking to a United States senator about just average things and the video gets taken down. And I'm just a small schmuck. Meaningless. Yeah. Wow. After, well, we'll wow. talk about the other video that got pulled recently. Which one? Well, somebody I sent forgot. me the, well, someone, someone sent me the Kanye West interview. And by the time I clicked it, it was pulled forever. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me when Tucker Carlson interviewed Kanye, that what? that interview is off of YouTube? No. Well, the whatever link I got, whatever link I got for that, let me let me look back on it real I quick. Let me regardless. Look at it right here. So here's a link. There's a link for it. What is it? Fox.com or what is it? Um, let me see. It just it's gonna open one up in your thought, this video has been removed by the uh, uploader. So uh-huh. whoever it is got them to take it off. Oh, because a lot of times weird like tiny channels upload stuff, so I don't know how that works. Right. But I don't know what the channel was, and it doesn't tell me anymore what the channel was. I thought the interview was great. Actually, it's, I'm not it's even still a up on Fox huge and different Kanye okay. fan, or I'm not not a fan either. I I'm just not either way. Well, all you have to do is, you, you know, you don't have to be a fan or not a fan. The fact is, let the man speak. Sorry, guys. he's not crazy. Yes, it works. <laughs> the, the, what they're trying to do. He said some pretty silly shit. Let's be honest. Well, he, he has, has in the he past. Has said some really, and yesterday, what? Something came up just yesterday. Or was it in that interview about going uh, going death death con? Four yeah, and, and he first of all it's defcon he said death yeah. and i bet it was a mistake and they're saying yeah. he intentionally said death but that's probably what he thinks it is he, yeah dude no we're not going to talk over each other um <laughs> when you watch the kanye tucker carlson interview i didn't watch it he he's not crazy they're crazy a lot they want to display him as crazy because they they want to dismiss his beliefs because they don't line up with the mob what I'm getting at, too, is, and I don't know if you guys know this. I think I just mentioned it. His bank is Chase. They terminated their ties. <laughs> You're talking about the wealthiest man, wealthiest black man on the planet now? Is he's that a worth fact? like two and a half no, I, is billion he, I think he's the wealthiest what black about, man in the world. What about Jay-Z, though? Oh, oh no. he's wealthier than Jay-Z. Way Kanye? wealthier than Jay-Z. Come on now. Oh, <laughs> Now, he I know what you're Jay-Z. talking about because there was a shift in that a couple of years ago. No, Jay-Z we, was one of the wealthiest. Was, but now with his fashion, though. It was Yeezy. Yeah. Once yeah. that Yeezy brand yeah. took off and all his. Kanye's, I think, the wealthiest black man on the planet. He's worth like two and a half I thought billion. It was more, I thought it was more. A billion dollars. I, I thought it was more, to be honest with you. Well, but anyways, the point is, like, what he's is not. Kanye West net worth? His, um, he's not crazy. He ha- he doesn't think inside of the box. Two to that 2.5 they, billion. Okay. He doesn't want them to. He doesn't think inside of the box that the woke mob wants him to. I'm not even saying I'm like aligned with all his beliefs. I don't have to be. All I know is that let the man think and say what he wants. Well, he's always been kind of an outside of the box guy, and of course he has a little bit eccentric, artsy dude. You don't. You're not a billionaire when you stay in the when you stay in the rails. Right. You don't become a billionaire following the rules. So to what you were saying, he's he's he has said things in the past that were a little off base, like. You know, what is normal anyway? But I said we all do. Maybe he was trying to get attention, or, but who knows? But I like the idea that he certainly owns his own thoughts. He is not, 
he has decided that he is not going to allow yeah. a boardroom or handlers or yeah. managers and they hate or that. anybody else tell him what to say, do or think. Yeah. And they hate that. Oh, my God. For example, when he and Candace Owens just went to that uh, with, event with, with the, the White, White Lives Matter. You saw time. that, right? I saw that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that he's challenging like. And he was a, me intellectually. There was a time when he fight me intellectually. And, he, and what he's what he was saying was, this is a true statement on my shirt. Yeah. But he just, yeah, he, and what he's doing is making the statement that I'm a free thinker and I will think and say what I want. Right. You can't and control me. If if we're in a totalitarian state, if I do, if if I'm not allowed to, no matter what I say, right. that's not hate speech. I no. that. And there was a time he he's stood not saying on- death to America or some no. hateful, like, oh, you know, God, terrorist no. kind of. I mean, come on. What well, are we doing the, here? They, well, the latest was he was trying to say death to, to Jews, which was crazy, too. Which Who said I, that? Pull, probably pull, fully pulled out of context. That felt fully pulled out of context. Yeah. And I didn't watch the That's whole just Photoshop, video said, no, chop he said stuff. Def, DEFCON 4 on the Jews, he said, or something. DEFCON 3 on the Jews, DEFCON. It was taken Piers out of Morgan context. had a big thing that I saw last night where they wanted to pull him. I think it had to do with, speech. like, Hollywood, that industry. Right. Uh, right. Trying to control... Again, his narrative, his brand. Without a doubt. But then all he that said, stuff, and he was fighting against it. And I think some of those folks happen to be Jewish but business he, people. Hey. And so he made a comment, which probably not the smartest thing to say, but of course that spun it into now he's a Nazi. But you then, know? No, but then he finished yeah. it off with, and I and I can't be prejudiced against the Jews because I, I am part Jewish because of is this that, or that. That's, that what he, he said? that's what he said at the end of the comments. Mm, so okay. I never like when anybody says that. I can be prejudiced against white people and I'm white. You know, like... Yeah, right. This race thing is just so yeah, out of control, so man. Stupid. Like it's so. the whole race thing just drives me nuts. People are Candace people. Candace has a new movie too. Oh, but oh that yeah, looks good. It's the greatest lie ever sold. Yeah. Um, Did you hear about that documentary? So ooh. Candace Owens, Candace Owens. Yes. She has a documentary coming out called The Greatest Lie Ever Sold, which basically is a BLM documentary. I'm looking at it right now, and um, and it, by the way, that that uh, that move with the White Lives Matter shirt, I think, was boosting their publicity. Oh, she's going to get a lot. Love of Love her. Yeah. Oh yeah. But she she Number basically one, she's beautiful yeah hold on she what she's doing is she is doing a documentary on the the lies of the blm i think raised 90 some million dollars during the george flies right and there's no trace of the money three quarters of it is completely unaccounted for i and nobody i think it all is nobody's upset about it yeah just 90 (laughs) million unbelievable zero here's the here's the deal zero black families have benefited from 90 million dollars what like how are we not up in arms how, right. how are we not all up in arms on it? Because like, they've made dude? us all so afraid to even bring it up because we're racist to even talk about it. That's why. Oh, yeah. If you say, you know what? BLM is a scam. Like, oh, you must hate black people. Right. That's no, the- I hate <laughs> fake organizations that pretend to help black yeah. people, actually. And now I hate you that if, you say that. If every dime went to the communities, this it'd be a legit organization. Right. The owners, the founders had like $6 million worth of homes. Do I mean, know what, for those listening, I hope you understand. This is not fake. We're not making this up. BLM helped zero black families. In fact, I heard Breonna Taylor's family and uh, George Floyd's family and some of these well, other like, not happy public them. families that we all know the names of. They are pissed because they're like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, you literally stood on the grave of my loved one. You raised money on over my dead bodies, uh, my dead family members. You raised money on the back to buy of yourself a mansion. It actually is so yeah. despicable. It's beyond words. It's disgusting. You know what bothers me the most about all this is nobody, most people who need to see it the most won't watch her movie. 
They won't. They won't give it I five know. minutes I, to see what these facts. You'd, you'd, ho- you'd hope it. You hope it would pierce a little bit of the other side. But unfortunately, people like us will watch it. And it's like the problem is we, we already know. To. We already know. In fact, I remember when the, when they had a donate. Let's see if it's still on there. This is something that was exposed to the BlackLivesMatter.com. You know the um the the main website. You know just the main their their homepage BlackLivesMatter.com. I want to pull that up once, or maybe it's dot org. Um, what happened was. When you hit donate, what it did was it forwarded you to uh, it forwarded you to a um, a site called uh, Act Blue, which is a Democratic Party fundraising platform, dude. It oh, just was really man. it was really like a big deal for a while. Dirty, and uh, it's just a joke. Like how the it's just a freaking joke, dude. To what you said, it's like the old adage: like don't try, don't confuse a liberal with facts and logic. They've already made up their mind. That is very true. Let me yeah. see this here. It's like they're unwilling to look. And I find oh, myself, once in a lens. while, I find myself in that position where I'll see, watch them from the, from, I'm not going to say the other side, something I don't necessarily agree with or that's a little foreign to me. And <laughs> I, find, I find like a little bit of revulsion to wanting to watch it, but sure. I make myself watch it. Me too. And I say, I'm going to see what I can learn from this and, and where that challenge, where I need to be challenged. The same reason I, every once in a while, will go to CNN or MSNBC. I'm, I'm trying to get a little perspective. And I'm certainly not claiming to be smarter than everybody else. And my opinion is only right because I do that. But I think it's everybody's responsibility to try and get, look through a ver- uh, various lenses yeah. so that your truth is somewhat more genuine I, oh. than just blindly believing whatever you're told to believe. Right. No, you're right. A hundred percent. I can't stand disingenuous and, and people, you know, virtue signaling and confirmation bias and, like I'm only going to believe what I want to believe, and that's why I really respect people like um, I might get a scoff from Nick, but like Bill Maher, like he's obviously he just sat down with he, he has just a sat lot. Down, hey, he just sat sat down with Dave Rubin. Oh, I didn't know that. They sat down at his you know his like basement podcast he has or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. He sat down with Dave Rubin. He he obviously has a lot of views that I don't agree with, but he is not following he's, a script. He's a logic. He's right. not being right. steered by that's somebody. Right. He doesn't have the script and he has he a logical. He's not afraid to say, no, 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 no. That's bullshit. The woke shit is bullshit. You can't, don't give five-year-olds hormone therapy. Well, he still thinks with logic, ration, and reason. Yes. The, the woke mob, which basically the leftist, I mean, really it's a cult. I mean, and it's, I'm not using that in a hyperbolic way. The woke left mob is a cult. It is a cult because when it top down, the ideologies just completely go down. There's no questioning it. You don't raise your hand. I mean, that's how cults work. Like you don't raise your hand and say, what about this or that? Like um, this Mr. Is the- Koresh, I had an idea about yeah, the, no, no, no. <laughs> the spoken word is final. And then it spreads like wildfire, like a veins in a body. And it's all one like moving organism. And it's just, you're either in or you're out. And if you're that's the right. total enemy or you're totally with us and that's dangerous because there's no nuance anymore. It's not total. It's not total opponent. Like, like Bill Maher, for example, he could sit in this room right now and none of us would be fist fighting. No. I do believe that. And there's plenty of people like great. that. Like, and then you look at people like Tulsi Gabbard. She's done with her party. The reality is any real Democrat. Okay. Oh, that was the best, by the way. But, it, but it's like, it's like their party has evolved in a, a very whacked out left wing thankf- cult. But, but, and it's disgusting. But Nick, and people are waking up to it. Thankfully, most rational people I do feel like are, are falling off now. They're, they they are falling away. And saying, I'm going to vote I, red. I don't can, think can most. I, I think many. Can I see? Can I just. We need to get to most. This might well, not we be know the people. Place. We know people. No, we do. And this might not be the place to bring this up, but I don't want to forget. So I saw uh, somebody, I don't think it was Candace Owens, but some lady posted this picture 
of a girl who I would say is part of this woke mob you're talking about and whatever happened in her life. But she has a, she had a sheet, she was holding it up and she said, I'd rather be a murderer because we call some people say, if you have an abortion, it was a murder. She said, I'd rather be a murderer than a mother. And so the line above it, what wow. this is a true sign of a decaying society. Correct. And that, oh, that picture and that rot. image and that statement really hit me. I was like, this is really screwed up. That, that's a dangerous There's place. For no society. way. And in fine print, it said, I've had enough of mommy problems coming from. There's no way that young woman actually believes that. Well, she is following a narrative that she has been well, some programmed. Some people have but, but, mommy problems. But what you're but, saying, though, is if she does truly believe that statement, our society is so decayed, it's beyond words. That that like, how do you how can someone actually believe that is like just that's like a deep. Well, cancer. you're believing such a falsehood that it's no wonder you fall into the belief wow. of the woke mob. It's falsehoods. also so ridiculous. It's almost not worth mentioning. It I mean, doesn't surprise like me. Well, it, so, it is worth mentioning. Well, it is. And it doesn't surprise me. But but that that actually is a major sign of where we stand right now as a society. And that's freaking scary for it's someone scary. to actually say that and believe it. Yeah. Is mind blowing. Yeah, but again, on the other side of it, image. it's not mind blowing because it, nobody could have predicted what's been going on right now. Ever. A decade ago, zero people could have convinced me that the world would look like it, it did today. If my zero. father, who's gone 15 years now, came back to life today, he would think it, it would was be a dream. Om- it'd be, yeah, it'd be almost impossible yeah. to describe. You think him. it's a dream. He'd be like, Joe, you're describing an SNL skit. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, no, this is. I'd say my father knew it was coming to this. That's why he said most of the stuff he said. I think that they probably right saw some of this stuff with be careful in society and stuff, but never thought that it would have progressed so quickly. Well, Orwell wrote about it in the forties. I mean, he wrote, I mean, A to Z, like literally. I mean, the six, some of the sixties stuff foreshadowed a little bit of this pretty good. I'd say, I'd say the sixties, the sixties kind of widened the doorway to like usher this in. Yeah. Like, and I think, who are we talking to? Oh, the crime guy. He was like, yeah, yeah the 60s was the beginning. You weren't there for that episode. No, but I, that guy knows his stuff. The man. 60s was it's the cool, beginning dude. of a crime wave that just kept on going up and never even subsided for a second. I yeah. listened to that. I think that was the only podcast that I listened start to finish that I wasn't a part of. Yeah. Uh, I was captivated. Like, he's not like an entertaining character, but there was no question that he knew his field. When Five minutes into that, I'm like, well, whatever this guy says is true. Yeah, there's no, no, there's no question because he speaks directly off the data. Yeah, there's no, right. he's not like my opinion is cr- no, 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 forget no, no. opinion. I want to know about this. And then if you questioned him on like the background of that data, he, he could go as deep as you wanted him. To. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say that's his life. It's his life. <laughs> well, right, but it I, is kind of his life's work. That's yeah. super intriguing to yeah to listen to somebody who's like tout their craft so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I even at a certain times, I'm like, Meg, listen to this, like. There's no questioning what yeah. this guy is saying is true. No, he was cool. He was cool. But the power of propaganda then says, oh, let's go, you know, the weak DAs and all the stuff that we are soft on crime. The soft on crime stuff, I'm telling you, like there's crime. Well, like Mandela Mequon, Barnes has got to figure it out. We're going to be okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. The cri- there was we a robbery, get rid of bond robbery in Mequon. Um, murder in Mequon. Well, that, that had, wasn't a soft on crime thing, but. Well, right. The murder in Mequon is different because it was like the rage of a fight some guy grabbed a knife so it's not like there's like a murder I, right. it wasn't even premeditated right. not that i'm That's i mean like i'm not second or third degree but murder. it's like yeah. they were fighting and there was so much rage and i'm gonna kill you like that isn't as bad as like literally premeditated i mean of yeah. course not you know yeah. so um speaking of that if you premeditate murder we were talking about this before the show i t- tell me i'm crazy some people think i'm crazy but what what's wrong with going back to the gladiator days if you have premeditate and like kill a child rape and kill a child 
is there, am I crazy for thinking like, let's put that guy in an arena with uh, lions and tigers and, and, and sell seats? I mean, am I, am I nuts? We were hard. talking about it. I think we should get like eight terrible perpetrators, like terrible stuff. Terrible. Not, like, Terrible. not you robbed a liquor store and then you got in a fight and somebody died. Where they would get like 12 like life sentences. Yeah, yeah. Like that kind like of thing. true evil shit. Right. Uh, Why is know. that? Am, am I nuts for saying that that's, that should be a thing? Oh, no. We should definitely. And by, you know what I think it should be? So like we choose like eight people and then they'd be like televised and you, they'd give a profile of what they did so you could right. appropriately hate them. Right. And then so you can the other glanders. And by the way, if you win, you're, you're free. But it's yeah. heavily stacked against you. Know, free, yeah. Lifetime warriors versus like these R- guys. Russell Crowe looking can't boy we, out there. Can we buy an island for him though? I mean, I'm, I'm. This wow. is way more fun. They're, they're, and then we I'm, take I'm, all there's this. The cat, there's the, ma- the Catholic and Dino's coming Well, out. no, I'm just let's not masochistic. Let's give him an island. Come on. I just personally. Think of the capital we could raise. That's where I'm going. Well, that's where I'm going. The families. That's where I'm going. Of the victims. That's where I'm going with that. I'm saying fill a stadium, rent the stadium, fill the stadium. Every dime goes to the families. Uh, We get to witness the evil get extinguished in real time. And on top of that, um, the people that want to do evil are going to be like, oh, that's what they do to me. I'm so, no, no, no. My my point to you is, it actually is a win across the board. It could create, Tell me I'm it wrong. It could create like like w- that's wild. hard on crime. And you no, agree? No, we're listen, going back to like listen, bladed listen, weapons, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Very but, medieval type. You I'm telling you. I mean, you are serious. But when you when you fill this coliseum with people who wa- pay to watch that, regardless of what the money's going for, you are not probably advancing society. Let me just put eh. it that way. Nor is Dahmer, which is the number one watch show on no, Netflix that's of my all point. time. No, I'm not. People are morbidly curious anyway. We might as well make the money and help the people. Well, I, someone, I, someone I know has like total his sympathy on this guy. He's like, Dahmer was totally abandoned. I mean, I'm not, I, I don't agree what? with anything he did, but I get it. He had abandonment. The show well. humanized him in a certain way where, you, sure where they wanted you. Did you watch it? I did. The Dahmer series on Netflix. Did you I, see it? I, I'm like four episodes. Oh, in. We I, saw the I, whole I, thing. I'll admit it's, nobody it's got very good. We're talking over each other, but it's it's very good. It's straight up uncomfortable. Well, obviously, because how well, good well, and real obviously, it is. Obviously, they did a great job, and it hits home to us. The act, because where well, are we from? It's it's from here. The actors dynamite. Well, what they did was they did find a way to make you kind of feel sorry for him. I mean, obviously, we don't, but it's like he wasn't some like schizophrenic Manson type. Oh no, he was a let me ask you, good looking guy. Did they find a way or was it the way he was totally honest in the way he talked about himself that actually made you, you mean even of, in the real interviews? He's right. like, he, that's what like, I mean. He's like, I had, and I saw the real interviews where like, I had a good childhood. Like I wasn't crazy. I'm not scared because they were trying to pitch like a crazy plea to the judge to get less time. He didn't try to cover it up. He's like, I have an, I have a compulsion and I right. couldn't do it. Like even when the guy that office officer Moiler, I actually knew that guy. Oh really? Yeah. And when they found, cause didn't they find a, do you remember they found like, the cop who was there found a head in his fridge. Yes. Do you remember that? That, was the, that wasn't in the well, show. Well, I feel like that was, yeah, they did. That was the initial find, I think. The head in the fridge? I feel like that was what. Well, I guess that guy quit the force, never went back, said he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't blame him. Oh, my God. Way, He's still crying. But my point pillow. is, my point is, Dahmer made it like. Dahmer. Dahmer made it like I have this obsession. Like, do you say almonds or almonds, by the way? I do not say almonds. That pisses me off. It if pisses someone me says off. He just almonds, avoids the word altogether. If someone says almonds. Get out of this room. I like agree. literally There's like certain words that I get agree. Out. Get out. <laughs> or what about cross across? You, you, you might say across. Caramel? Caramel? <laughs> <laughs> How do you say uh pecan? Pecan. Oh not, not pe- pecan. Not pecan. No. <laughs> if you say across, I hate it. That's so funny. You know what Mark says? That drives you literally don't deserve to be alive. Mark you go to the warm. Mark says warm. Warm? 
Yeah, it's really warm in here. Wow. And every time we like, it's what is it in here? Is it warm? He doesn't say that though, right? No, yes, he, does. he does. He does. I want to literally destroy his life right now. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I want to hurt him physically. Can we do this? Put him like, in the ring. Serious. Put him in that coliseum Ooh. ring. Ooh, it's real warm out here. And, Dude. and Joe will be like, what is it? What is it out here? Dude. And they slap in the rest of us. Hey, Mark's going to say what it is out here. It's warm. Okay. <laughs> There's That's more of these There's status. more of these <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sadly, Mark would do well in that Coliseum. <laughs> oh, my God. Is, is he supposed to win? <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Wow. Warm. Across. Coliseum idea, man. Right. No, no. So the Coliseum idea. The way reality is going, I don't think it's that far-fetched like, of a like, pitch. Like Jeffrey Dahmer, as Dino would say. <laughs> Dahmer. No, Jeffrey Dahmer would be a guy. Instead of the he 12 life immediately. I mean, he got like 900 years. So it's like, no, no, no. Forget the 900 years. Let's... I guess some people would call that barbaric. Some people say, like Dino says, that's not advancing society. It's no, bringing us back. But there's, okay, people pay hundreds of dollars to see people beat the shit out of each other in an octagon. And they're like, they're like, they're not felons. These are normal guys. So they don't a guy, kill each other. A guy that's literally killed, but a guy that's killed people or raped kids and all this kind of stuff, like, come on. So I would argue it's not advancing our society intellectually. But it's decreasing but our crime. Yes, I guarantee it would decrease crime. The effect of yeah, yes. the program yeah. would certainly propel, at least the United States, our society forward in deterring crime. And why are we trying wait. to be like, why are we trying to cater to someone yeah, who like killed pussy, little kids? Wait, why are we pussing footing with pedophiles no, anyway? No, no. I know it would be, I know it would And I don't deter. apologize for this thought. No, no, like, I know it would deter. I just don't feel like I would ever feel like I am the person who gets to execute that justice. That's all. No, and, the, and, the gladiators do. And it would be voluntary. <laughs> It'd be voluntary. Meaning what? Meaning, oh, you're the crazy guy with nine life sentences. If you win... You're well, the next, no, no, you're no, the next, would, you're the next like executor. There, there, winning could not be a possibility. Well, nobody would ever win. Right. We're going to put them in there with animals. But we so. have to make it, we have to like make it known as this is basically a, a glorified torture chamber. I mean, <laughs> that's what it, but I'm saying it wouldn't, there can't even be a, if you win conversation. <laughs> okay, fine. They don't walk out alive. The oh, end. no. Yeah. No. If we're behind, they, we're the producers. But, they're not surviving. But, the, but they have <laughs> to know it. The, the guys have to. Why are we pussyfooting around I these guys? I don't agree with the audience. Yeah, just in case. No, 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 dude. You're walking into a thing with animals. They are going to kill you. <laughs> Goodbye. Even if they live, though, and we say they're going to live, we take them up back and right in the head. You know, I mean, the heinous crimes of the world. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to it's going to soften the amount of these things happening. It's it goes back to human nature. If I know that that's my fate, I'm just going to stop my compulsion or whatever. And that's how compul- let me ask you. Compulsions let me ask you. Wait, 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 though. Would he said he was so it was such a compulsion. If, even if he knew that that was the end result, would he have not done it? Didn't I, he try to fight it? I don't know, but I feel like that gladiator scenario would would lessen people, the crime. I, I think in the Dahmer do. scenario, it wouldn't. He was. Well, I've watched enough of that and the tapes and stuff like that, that the first one really wasn't intentional. It just happened. And then that's right. It breached the threshold. Yeah, it breached he something in his stumbled mind. stumbled upon a high, a sexual high. That's exactly right. And then he's like, ooh, what is this? Yes. I kind of liked that. It was his, you know, I didn't get caught. Maybe I can do it again. There was no premeditated, oh, I'm going to become a serial killer on March 30th. No, no, no. You, you are right about that. That's one thing I'll say about that. Yeah. That was very incremental. He accidentally killed yes. the first guy. And like you said, all those feelings of like, I kind of got away with that. 
why not try it again? Well, the guy right. I was talking to said part of it was like, now this person is. He was with freaked me. out when he died too. This guy, He's like, oh my god, wake up! Like, oh, right. hey, this, oh, this person is with me, and they're not going to leave. That's that was another thing this guy said. Like his possessiveness of like not wanting the person to leave. Like all yeah. of a sudden, he, yes. weird shit. Like, he was very like attached that way. My um, th- my dad knew the deaf guy. Oh, did he really? Because my dad's very hard of hearing. He, the Tony Hughes. My dad knew him. I actually think I met him once too. Wait, is he one of the? He's one of the victims. Yeah. Okay. A deaf guy. Actually yeah. a really nice guy. Because there were victims who survived. Well, there, yeah, there was that one at the end that right. got, got him taken down. What we were ta- I was talking with someone about the fact that he was probably the sloppiest serial killer. I mean, dude's in like a 48 unit apartment building I, with a super like smelly unit. Like not a girls of human torsos and late and yeah, very sloppy old lady neighbors next door, like complaining for months. I mean, I it wasn't, him, he wasn't really cautious. It didn't no, like, did at all. part of him almost like want to get caught. Though. That's like, what I don't want to watch the show. That's the what I felt. Like. It was like, I'm just going to keep doing this. And one day I will be in, like in jail. And he wanted the death penalty. So he probably was just like, this is the short little life. I'm going to live. This is, the, my, this is my lot in life. And yeah, yeah. Put me the out sooner, of my misery. Yeah, I mean, sooner. that'd be miserable if that was what went through your freaking brain. Oh yeah. my God. I don't, you know, here's what it is, but geez. Yeah. He stumbled into the high, like you said, accidentally. And I think that is, I believe that. And then I like, gained momentum and it built. And, and the addiction was so strong that hey, nothing. He probably was, got to a point where he felt enslaved by it. Oh, probably. I think, probably. I think that's every probably. compulsion. Yeah, that's a I, gambler. Yeah. You know, whatever. Probably. You got, right. you gotta, and this is certainly not me displaying any sympathy for the man, but. No, you, you, know. you can still try to understand what happened psychologically. Like, I think that's actually that, like the point of right. studying him. It's like, why did this man do what he did? And you have to go down all these There's rabbit holes illness to explore. There because yeah. everyone, I remember I had a dream once, not even that long ago, like a year ago. I dreamt that I like killed a person, like either an accident or mutual combat. Or I, I've had that where you bury someone now. Yeah. And then I buried him and then I'm like worried that I'm going to get caught. And then like in my dream, a series of weeks or months go by and I'm just perpetually worried that I'm going to get caught over this thing. I mean, and that's in a dream. Like I think normal people with a moral compass, if I accidentally killed somebody or did kill or whatever, it would weigh on me so heavily every day that there's no way I could live my life with that buried. Yeah. Yeah, I would would have to come out with it and like take my life. I've had a dream. I had it. I've had a dream many times though. Yeah. Where I like got rid of a body. And it, I, it yeah. felt so real. Seriously, uh, it would be so emotionally crippling for me to know guilt. that was. We yeah, gotta look that one up. Recurring, uh-uh. getting rid of a body. Well, no, actually, <laughs> he didn't no, say recurring. You want to know my real to recurring? He said recurring. No, I, no, I said <laughs> I said once in a while. You know what's truly recurring? No, you know it really is recurring though. Um, what, going to a store somewhere and then walking out, my car's gone. Someone's stealing my car. Very recurring. Uh, high school locker. I forget the locker combination. That's a that's one that's very recurring. Um, those are the two main ones. I, I have think. one and that they, they, by the way, it's a stress thing. Oh, yes. Oh, how about you this? know what it is? No, wait, wait, wait. Both of them are tickets to freedom, opening up a lock and getting in your car. Oh. Well, hold your on. Well, what good. about these then? The other two that are recurring. One of them is someone breaks in and I can't fire my gun. It's jammed every time. No. And then I can't dial 911. The phone's broken. Yeah, you're stuck. You're stuck. Well, dial 911. It's not going to do anything for you anyway. Well, <laughs> Fix well very the gun true. Thing. Right. But the gun, <laughs> you can't, it doesn't fire. It doesn't fire. Joey's yeah. guns don't do that. Yeah, my guns fire. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, one of my recurring ones is that, like, 
I, for whatever reason, they found a loophole and I didn't graduate from high school or college and I have to go back and <laughs> oh, like oh, finish. Yikes. And then I have like this immense fear of, it's not just fear, just failure. Like I have to go back to school. And then when I wake up and it's not true, I'm like immediately relieved. But then I'm also like, my God, thank God I'm not when I think, I know. When I think that, about, I know. I know. When, and I don't have bad memories of school. I wasn't bullied. It's just very wrong. Wrong. We're leaving when you wake up. But my God, yeah. can yeah. you remember the days where yeah. we work hard and we're hardworking, successful my guys? My daughter's in high school right but now. Can it's you a, remember the when days I, when in I high think. school or college where you had reports and exams and the stress? I mean, just. Dude, I'm living it through it my daughter like right now. six yeah. times yeah. gravity on you, man. She's all up all night doing a psychology report. Then she has to read this book. Then it's these these tests And because over of here. her situation, you uh, got to feel. You do have to feel for it. And I help, I help them and everything, but I, I can't help but in my mind say, thank God I'm not done. I'm done with school. I, I think look, of it all yeah. the time. Like, I can't believe you guys still got to go through all this and do it again. I couldn't. Do I don't. Believe, oh, hold on. I don't believe in homework. Stop it. I'm with, I'm with you. I there's no reason I'm I should hundred percent. There's no reason my kids should sit for seven hours a day learning, and then you got to bury them with homework every no. night. It's bullshit. I don't believe in it. I it don't. actually pisses me off that these children have to literally get boils and their freaking skin because yes. of the stress and break out in rap. You this think that really goes to the arena. in my circles? <laughs> no, I was talking to a freaking uh, kid, a guy who said his kid like loses her hair when she yeah, has too yeah. much homework. No. Like that's our kids society. cannot our society go society through. Does that, kids should not be going through this much turmoil. You know what? You're only a kid once. The hell with the idea that you should become an adult when you're in seventh grade. You have your whole life to be stressed out. You know. The idea of middle and high schoolers literally going insane to keep up with what's required of them. And then then sports on top. And then they have to put, oh, sports and violin and piano. Oh, that's that stuff you deal with later. No, that's important shit for the child, for the parent, for the brain development, for camaraderie with team sports, etc. Bullshit if you're going to tell me that that psychology paper is more important than their sports, their teams, and their music. Yeah, bullshit. No, I we agree. talk about this all the my time. This is why this. I take my children up north for an entire summer. Yeah, to totally detach from yeah. all of this. I agree. And with my you. kids go to a very good, rigorous school. They work very hard. The kids that graduate from my uh, these this grade school tend to do exceptionally well in private high schools, even in colleges. Yeah, it's very rigorous. But when they're home, yeah. they should be home and present. Yeah. Like my kids aren't just on screens. They're out playing. They're helping with chores. We're going doing family activities. Yeah. There is a lot of education and value to those things for my 10, yeah, now 11, 11 year old kid to literally be all day left brain just studying but, studying yeah, listening, studying, yeah. and then come home and have to do that for six hours nobody's well, gonna tell me that's legit. he literally has to squeak in dinner and yeah. i'm like this no. is oh we've been doing whose it for months deal is this this is no. so stupid here's what i blood. say here's what i say in high school especially then give them two hours in the day where they can do that work if they don't if they screw yeah. it up there then fine you got to do it at home but don't leave it to where it's, there's it's, zero time for that work to be i done. would even it's disagree with cool. that Instead of your seven hour, and I'm well, that's my, what wife I mean. is, but, but my wife is don't a want school teacher. teacher. Hey, guys, 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 we, we have to stop talking over each other. My wife is a school teacher, so I would not talk shit about what these teachers do. And they all work very hard. No one's talking shit about and teachers. They certainly have, they certainly have the kids' um, education and best interests at heart and in their minds, for sure. And uh, I'm not going to about, instead of the seven hour school day and having all these different breaks and study... How about you just really rigorously study, yeah. test, 
read like that entire time, maybe to trim a little fat out of that time. Yeah. But then when you get home, it's free time. Yeah. Maybe a little reading because, you know, you got to read you. a book over a month. I, I, that's so a little bit of reading. But most, most situations, I would say cut the whole school day shorter, but it's tough because parents work too. So it is tough. There's a lot of parents well, who every day, what am I supposed to do with my fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh grader at that point? And I know there's all summer, so just do it. But yeah, you're off. I mean, you are sending your kid off to a, a glorified babysitter with school, no matter what. I mean, dude, you are. The, the bottom line is we've talked, about this, for we've talked this about we've talked about this on the show. School is new in human history. Absolutely. A classroom is a brand new concept. When you look at the extent of human history, humans all learn from apprenticeship from people in the village. The end. This this classroom stuff. Like, again, what Joey's saying, and, I, you know, as I think this through, a solid day where they are learning and just discovering and critical thinking. And then when they when we pick them up at three o'clock, that's the end. There's like you said, on top of the extracurriculars, there's chores, there's helping with dinner. There's all these things which are so much, in my opinion, way more valuable way than, more than valuable. this dog shit, you know, algebra two trigonometry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. My view has changed. See, see, when I grew up, it was like the straight A scenario. Like, unfortunately, you know, I've been homeschooling for five years. Now my kids are in school. Yeah, I want them to put in effort. I'm not going to accept C's and D's. I think the grading system is broken. I think the homework system is broken. My youngest is in Montessori. I think they have Montessori has school figured out, yes. period. They understand they how a child's job. brain thinks. They learn accordingly. They don't like even in math. They don't say, yo, you just carry the one and cross out the thing and go over there. Why? They're, they show you the math on a bare bones level. There's no homework. There's no tests. There's no grades. We are just learning. Learning stops when you extinguish the desire and curiosity. And by the way, me as an it took me years as an adult to figure out like, oh, you have to like enjoy it to really. Do you know that when you enjoy something, you like you exponentially retain more information? Absolutely. So with again, with the reason I love Montessori, the kids go in their veins and the teachers let them go. They don't say, okay. Math, you know, uh, reading's over. Now we open our math books. No. What if the kid's in a zone with reading? When you know how the brain works, which it works in flow, like even this conversation here in flow, if we had some like script we were reading, this conversation would sound like shit. We're using a part of our brain that involves flow. We've talked about this after the show. And for those listening, like we'll have a show in like <laughs> 10 minutes later. Like, what did we talk about again? <laughs> because we're in such a zone. Yeah. That's the engagement that children need when they're learning. But when they're shoved a bunch of garbage on the throat and they say, you must get an A or you have to do X, Y, and Z and study hours and hours every night to memorize. I, it's I, the same with a living too. And I, I loathe the current school structure. I you, loathe it. When you try to eke a living out of something that you absolutely abhor, you're not engaged. You're not passionate. You will about not do it. well. You hate it. And, you're, and therefore you're not going to succeed. I couldn't agree with you more. I hate and, the school and system. Here's a perfect example. Okay. So I don't want to trash the school system too much because there is good intent there. And my kids are getting an exceptional education and they're smart yeah, kids. They and, just need to modify but, the structure though. But, but, but right. This emphasis and I'll, I'll meet people my age that are so concerned about their eight year old science test grade. I'm like, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. No. I mean, nobody's looking at these transcripts. People are more digging in the dirt, like yes. literally, like looking for worms and, and shit. This is the perfect segue of what I want to talk about. Everybody in this room and probably everybody's listening, you know, idiot geniuses. And meaning, how many adults do you know that got 4.0s, they went to Ivy League schools, 
or close There's to. There's a study about this. They have incredible grades, scholarships, et cetera. They're literally one of the dumbest people you've ever met. There's a study that was done. I know lots of hold people on. like that. Hold on. There was a study that was done recently that people that got straight A's across the board actually had more of an average life afterwards, an average living, because what happens is- They yeah. didn't really learn anything. What no, they, you know they, what they learned? They learned one thing, they and they learned one thing really well. They learned how to stay inside of the box and how to, yes. how to cater to the authorities in a way that pleased them so they could get their A. They learned a very specific skill, and unfortunately, that skill produces average lives at best. And the people who when broke you get in the, the real rules, world, it's not that applicable. Who, pe- the winners break the rules, period. We just talked about freaking uh, guys like uh, Kanye West. Yes. He wins because he breaks all the rules. There's actually a famous speech, and I don't love the guy, but Arnold Schwarzenegger had a thing uh, years ago. He spoke at a college commencement, and there was one thing he said. He goes, don't break the law, but he goes, Can break you do all the, the rules. Doing the accent. I can't do that kind of stuff. Break all the rules. Break all the rules. But yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, though. So people who know how to get straight A's, they learn a skill. And unfortunately, the skill that they learn is not valuable because they learn how to stay inside the box, keep everything squeaky clean, don't make any noises, just do the thing to get the A. That's yes. They, and this was done. This, by no the way, education. By there. the way, this what this isn't Nick's opinion. These were this was like some kind of study that was done on a macro scale. And they're like, yeah, all the straight A's now that they're 45, 50, they're just doing basic stuff. And obviously there's generalization before you cry and say, Hey, I was a straight A student. Yeah. And I'm worth $20 million. There's always, but the, but the general fact is that they just don't have some exceptional life afterwards because they got straight A's in high school or whatever. That's, that's not a thing. And if you think about it logically, of course not. They learn how to follow every rule. And when you follow every single rule, your, your life, your life is a narrow path. It's a narrow path that leads to some like watch and like a pension. I don't know what the hell. (laughs) Right. I should correct what I said, too, because I said I know a lot of people. People I surround myself with aren't those people. Yeah. I'm acquainted with. I've met people like, oh, well, they got a 4.0. They went to Cornell. I'm like, he's one of the dumbest people I've ever met. Yeah. He never learned anything along the way. He doesn't know how to change a tire. He doesn't know how to drive stick shift. He doesn't know that your car takes oil. He doesn't know that any, like... Uh, One of my I, most I, successful friends, he's my age. His name's Joe. And you don't he's need probably, to be handy. What I'm, I, I kind of he's probably listening. You like, need to be handy. He's probably listening. My friend Joe, I just had dinner with him. He lives in Florida now. He is one of the most successful minded and successful person that I know. He's my age. This dude is a entrepreneurial and financial genius. Okay. I, and, and I take my hat off to him. I really respect the guy. He dropped out of school in ninth grade, but he wins at everything he touches. He does so many out of the box and creative things. And he's on the front lines of all these different that. opportunities. I'm telling you, this dude, he's, he's very successful and I respect him. And again, and we should be showing our he children dropped out of high of that. school and not that I'm condoning. Let's all drop out of high school now. But the point is the, the way to have an exceptional life is not to follow all the rules and stay within the lines, no. period. Nope. And and what what happens is and when it's you stay really going to affect your happiness. When you stay your, in those your lines, mental well being. What the problem too with this straight A stuff and staying in the lines, it actually extinguishes critical thinking because you're like, well, what about this? I know you're telling me this to get the good grade, but what about this whole other idea over here? No, 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 no. That's had nothing to do with us. This is where we're at. And it kind of over time, incremental. You talk about the compulsion of Jeffrey Dahmer. He accidentally killed a guy, and now he's whacking people and eating them. The point is. When you extinguish that little, this is how it works. Unfortunately, <laughs> you extinguish that little bit of thought. And yeah, that's a dumb question. And no, don't ask that. We don't need to learn about that right now, et cetera, et cetera. Dude, when you talk about kindergarten through 12th grade of that, and then you enter in college, you don't really cl- critically think anymore. And that's no. scary because then you're the 22, 23 year old that was produced by this machine. When you become an adult, you really don't think you don't ask questions. 
You go to an employer and he tells you, this is how we do it. You never think outside of the box when the winners all are like, hey, let's try this whole new thing over here. And those guys skyrocket. I'm telling you, it, it that's, actually, that's my problem with the education system. That's are there how good I teachers? felt in my corporate gig. Are there good teachers? Yes. Are there good bosses? Yes. But the reality is there's a big machine out there that wants to make sure you stay within your little part of it. So the wheel keeps turning. They don't want you to break the machine. They don't want you to put the stick inside the spoke in the bike. Well, because it also challenges their existence, too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's yep. right. So anyways, and it's um, not for every kid. Not every kid is creative and not every kid, you know, obviously the school system has to, ca- this isn't for everyone, a big general group. Yeah. So there, you know, there's more creative and less creative and more entrepreneurial, less. So I understand that that's kind of like the nature of the beast, Yeah. but it's not the only way. No. And to be pushing our kids to totally drink that Kool-Aid right. as a parent, to buy into that box theory and then to only have that exist in your mind for your child. Right. That's wrong. That, that And that that's a good point. There is, there is something for there's different people in this world. Some people are more of the just let's just sit at the computer and do what we need to do. But the point is, like you said, they are saying this is the way for 100 percent of people. Yes, not true. that's a problematic scenario. So, Dino, hit that thing. We're going to wrap up. We are Alpha Uncut, okay? Uh, you can hear us on uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, this and that. The, if you're listening on there, you can see us on the video. We talk money, business, entrepreneurship, capitalism, anti-woke, anti-woke. Serial that is, killers. That is our school. thesis, though. We, we uh, <laughs> This is Alpha Uncut, the podcast. Like the show, subscribe, share it. Who knows? We might get banned. I don't know. I mean, we talk about stuff that uh, pisses off the tech tyrants. We don't care. I don't make a living off of this show, nor do I give a shit. I make a living on real estate investment and being an entrepreneur. So if you will get some of that content too, but this show makes me no money. So I give no shits about who's mad at me when I say what I say. Alpha Uncut, okay? We will see you next time. We got young Dino, young Joe, feeling good, smiling. Everybody's happy-go-lucky. Alpha Uncut.